Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Before we begin today's episode, I want to take a moment and thank our partner, ADAPT. ADAPT is a free evidence-based parent coaching program for families with school-aged children. Key parenting skills taught include encouragement, emotion coaching, and emotion regulation, limit setting, monitoring, problem solving, and positive involvement. Designed and developed by researchers and clinicians, the ADAPT program is an adaptation of the Generation PMTO model to serve parents who have experienced stress and or trauma in their lives and or work. To learn more about ADAPT, visit adaptparenting.org. And don't forget to follow at Center for Resilient Families 1, that's the number one, on Instagram and at ADAPT on Facebook. I am super thankful and excited ADAPT has given me a free code so military families with school-aged children are able to take part. Go to learn.adaptparenting.org and sign up using the code Gracie, that's G-R-A-C-I-E, to get your free access. Thank you again to our partner, Adapt. Alrighty, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Grace of Military Child and Life. Today, I'm really excited, but also a little nervous because it's my first kind of roundtable episode, but I've got two of my favorite people here. I've got Shannon and I've got Ziamara. So both of you guys, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you both back on and, you know, kind of talk about military life in a group setting this time instead of one-on-one. Thank you for having me. You know, I'm always excited to talk, especially when I can talk about my experience. And this time we have another person, you know, keeping the conversation going. Only up from here. Yes, yeah. it's uh, very nice to be back here. Great. Is this my, my third time? I think this I is think getting ridiculous. So. <laughs> Do I have a record? Who else I think is up you've here? set the record. <laughs> I've set the record. You know, it's, it's lonely at I'm the right top. I'm behind you with yeah, two. Yeah, keep on. Yeah, dial it up. Come on. Because I'm not going anywhere. Oh Happy God. to be back. Yes. <laughs> I hope not. There's a little competition going on. <laughs> I, better, I better keep the quality high. Yeah, always good. You know, group the first thing military kids do like to make a competition out of everything. You see the pattern? You see the yes. Pattern? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh! So, I'm going to join every week now. I can't. I can't let you catch up. This is getting. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be turning into Weekly a little competition. Day. Yes, we'll do. Grace, like, you're gonna be so sick of me. This is Zion Moore's fault. <laughs> we'll do like uh, Shannon Saturday. Shannon <laughs> Saturday, perfect. Okay. Sorry, guys, can can't hang out. I'm I'm doing a podcast every Saturday. <laughs> we'll just keep it going. The same show, yeah. Oh my god, there's gosh. so much fun though. I like I I like just talking. It's like it's like my pastime, and then I can actually do it with people about. They actually want to hear about this one thing. And I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, yeah let's talk about it. Let's talk exactly. about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause not everyone wants to sit around and talk about military life, you know? True. And especially um, like, I feel like we could target a specific audience that's that. Cause like me as a military kid, I feel like I've always wanted to hear others' experiences. Like, do you guys know that feeling like when you're about to move somewhere? And you want to know what life is like in this certain place. Like, I would always be, like, day in the life at, like, 
Daegu Middle High School when I was about. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what is like, what, what, what does it look like? How does life work there? So right. I, feel, I always wanted to find someone like not even on YouTube, just like in general, like talking about their experiencing of moving and what exactly you're going to experience when you do something so big in your life at a young age, you know. So like mm-hmm. doing this as well, it's like you can also like spread that out there, and it's like. It's a good thing for the community. I like it. Oh my god! For gosh. sure. Or you hear someone's moving experience, and you're like, I never want to go there. That's like the worst place on earth. Yeah. It's like, oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're going to Fort Benning. <laughs> <laughs> you start kind of the bucket list of where to move, where not to move. Mm-hmm. Where well, like, if you move there, it's like, let me tell you the places to go. Let me tell you where to live and where not to live. Yeah, exactly. You know, the cool hangout spots. Yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, it's fun talking to, like, other military kids. And you don't get that. Like, I mean, so we're all in college. Like, let's be real. So you don't, like, walk on the college campus full of other military kids. And, you know, it's just weird. It's different. Yeah, that's why your podcast is so great, Grace. I mean, you get military <laughs> conversations all the time. And then, you, you, I mean, I've talked to kids who just like listening to other conversations. Obviously, I did a lot of podcasting too. But, I mean, just hearing someone else's experiences, it makes you feel like you're not doing it for the first time. Because it, it can really feel like that when you're going through a tough move. You're like, no one's ever done this before. You know, I'm on this, I'm on this journey on my own. And I think we almost kind of want that mindset for some reason. We're like, you gonna make you gonna do this to me? I'll show you. I'll show you. You're gonna make you move six times in five years. Okay, we got Let's it. See how this goes. Yeah, yeah. But the moving same time, six we... times in five years, I felt that. <laughs> yeah, like something that, that was a hyperbole, you know. <laughs> but still, but you really you need someone else's insight because it does make everything so much smoother. So I like to encourage kids. Hey, just take the advice. Listen to other people as much as uh, as annoyed as you might be. Oh yeah. Especially, listening to your parents like i know it sounds so why would you ever do that? <laughs> it sounds so cliche. listen hear me out like my mom is the one who's in the military and like i swear like you meet this woman and it's like oh my gosh your mom is the sweetest person ever and it's like she's also like tough as nails and it's like mm-hmm. it's like you 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 guys don't know my mom like i remember isn't she an officer too Yes, she is a major. Changes the whole changes the whole game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like <laughs> when people meet her, it's like, oh yeah. And it's like major Q. No, that's major Q <laughs> And it's just so funny to me. And it's like, I don't know, like taking advice, especially like if you're a military child, taking advice from someone who has lived, like, especially like they're the one in the service, like take their advice and like take it from other military from like older military kids like us that have like lived with these people in the service that have gone through these moves that nine times out of ten they've probably experienced like the same like you felt like there's a lot that comes with it yeah and like you know I was talking to someone yesterday and you know he was like I'm a rebel you know (laughs) like I would take someone's advice flip it completely and then you know follow the opposite and yeah no you can't do that in the military life all the time you have to like so and like that's the thing I feel like also in the military environment like yes we have like the very good kids but I feel like the military environment also makes 
this separate group of rebels that, you know, when your life is so structured all the time, there's people out there that like, they're going to want to break the rules, you know? And it's like, I'm sure like you've, you've experienced like on base Mm -hmm. life and like hearing stuff about like kids, like completely going against the rules. And it's like, wow, they got balls. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, there's a certain rules that you got to follow sometimes in military kids, you know, some of them are trained to follow them. Some of them just have the different mindset to completely break them. But I mean, eventually, nine times out of I guarantee you, those those rule breakers, they end up enlisting. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know it. Enlisting. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate this life. I can't wait to get out. And, and then, then they like, get right back in it. Oh, no one knows what happens to them. Yeah, Paris Island. <laughs> Paris <laughs> Island. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, they join the toughest branch, you know? Exactly. Paris Island. Yeah. They don't go to Lackland. Yeah. They go to Paris Island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Paris gosh. Paris yeah. It's, it's great, you know? Where, where all have you lived? Me? Yes. Oh, I lived. Okay, so I lived in Virginia. I was born in California, Virginia, North Carolina, Okinawa, and then North Carolina again, Florida. Now I'm in Penn State. You went to. <laughs> what was that? He went to Oki. Yeah. I I was forever mad that we got stationed. Well, not that Korea is bad, but I always wanted to go to Japan more. Oh, you were in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I went, I, we went to Misawa. We went to Misawa Air Base for Far East. Yeah. And I think basketball Far East was. What school is there again? I forget. What was that? What what school is there? Okay. In Korea, there's Camp Humphreys. Well, I know. I mean, in Misawa. I know. In I know Misawa? about Humphreys. Everyone loves Humphreys. Uh, there, no, there's a, there's an air base there. I'm, gu- I'm guessing it's Misawa High School. Like. Yeah, I forget. I used to no, know like all the schools in the Far East. Yeah, I was addicted. in Japan though. There's so many. There's what? Zama, Misawa, Oki, Yukoda, probably some other ones that I'm missing, but those are like yeah, the main. There's a lot. So in I went to Humphreys once, actually twice, and I hated it both times. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was cold. <laughs> it was like I felt like I was in a wasteland. It was like an Arctic tundra. I went there in like January. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, everybody in Daegu called it um like Farmville because it just smelled like cow manure whenever you just go yeah. there and it's just farm. <laughs> like it's just the base farm <laughs> everywhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's not it's not that close to Seoul, right? It's like a, like an hour away. It is, yeah, it is like an hour away. It's just like kind of like there. It's just and there, yeah. So like wait, what years did you go? I was in Oki from 2016 to like 2019, so three years. Okay. And I went on two Far East trips to uh, Humphreys. And I also went to Seoul American High School when that was still open. I, yeah. I visited there. And that's like so much different from Humphreys. Like yeah. it was like, I was like right in the middle of Seoul, right in the city. There was like skyscrapers around us. We were playing baseball and it was like ridiculous. And then the next year we're in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. So, Dude, everybody, I got to Korea um, in 2019 and that was the last year that Seoul um, like you know that was the last year that they were open yeah. and it was so emotional because everybody had like this tie to Seoul and I was like this is a really sad base like because it was like <laughs> it was so depressing so depressing 
like i walked into the commissary half the commissary was just like shut down i was just like the px i was like did you see the dragon hill lodge though the hotel the dragon hill lodge was it's like a resort on a military base oh my god and it's crazy because when my grandfather was stationed in korea back in the 90s he used to play with the army band in dragon hill lodge so like when i was there visiting like what 20 years later he was like wow like this is crazy and i'm like like it's pretty sad though (laughs) (laughs) it's massive that's for sure yeah, it is. It's really nice, though. I think out of everything that closed, they kept Dragon Hill Lodge open for the Americans that go there. It's just like it's the least. In they the yeah, and now <laughs> like all like the online housing there, it's become like a photo shoot op for like um for like the the city locals. Like they go there and they like take pictures like at the military housing. I don't. That's how it is now. Like that's the base is like closed and it's just like open to the public and yeah, pretty sad, but. Sorry, Grace, we're going off the rails here. What, what was this? Podcast? I know. We really no, don't. You know, <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> you know, it's it's cool because I didn't live over there. So I didn't, I don't get to hear this. So it's kind of cool. No, but like, that's the thing. Like Pacific, like Dodea Pacific kids, like know each other. And then like Dodea Europe. And there was like some like low key rivalry between the Pacific Dodea kids and the European Dodea kids. <laughs> I didn't know. Pacific all the way. It's not not close. I've talked to kids from from Europe, and even they're like, "Man, I wish I lived on an island." Loki. Yeah. <laughs> well, you lived in Germany, right? Really... Me, I I did, but I didn't go to the Dodea schools. Sadly, okay, oh, but you see right. both sides then. I do. That's why. But I was friends with a lot of the Dodea kids on Ramstein and K Town. But I did not. I went to German school. I was that one weird kid that people knew and they were like, oh, she's American. But like she goes to German school. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh. You just posted on your Instagram that you got a job all basically based on you learning how to speak German yes. or knowing how to speak German. It was, it was sick. It was literally so funny. I was like driving through downtown. Right. And I was like, I knew that they were open. They. They closed down my favorite restaurant. <laughs> Rest in peace, Black First of all. Yes. But I knew some people that uh, were working there, but they were like, oh, it's a new German restaurant. I was like, cool. I'm going to check it out because there's no German restaurants around here. So I'm driving and I just pull in and I was like, why not? Let me just go see if I can like talk in and maybe get a job because I don't have a job. So I walk in and I was like, I see the owner and I'm starting talking to him and I'm like, oh, like. I was, I didn't know how to like, how do you just, they were doing orientation. It was like quiet. And I just walk in and I'm like, oh my gosh. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, hey guys. And I'm like, um, I just had a quick question. Like, I'm very just interested. Like I lived in Germany for four years and I speak the language. He was like, hi, my name's Scott. Nice to meet you. Um, here's my email. Just write it down. Um, are you interested in being a hostess? And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have a job. I'm good. Um, I have a very open schedule, like kind of like I'm like I'm finishing up with what four classes a semester. I'm like, hire me, hire me. Yeah. So I think I, I think I got the job, and I was like, cool. I'll work at a German restaurant, and like hopefully some Germans come in and I get to talk with them in German because I miss speaking mm-hmm. it. But yeah, that was my experience yesterday. It was so fun. But those are a little perk of being a military kid. 
Yeah, just one of the small benefits. Exactly. And like, you know, you know how to just like, especially like in an awkward situation like that, I was just like, how do I not make this awkward? And I just flip the script and you just start talking and then you're good. Exactly. You learn, you learn so many things as a military kid. Like, let's be real. Whether that be something of like resiliency or learning to speak German, like so many different things. It's great. Again, I I thank my mom for that because my mom was like, you're not going to today's school. You're learning German. And thank you, Major Q, for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Helps me on later in life. <laughs> How long were you there for? What was that? How long were you there for? Sorry. Okay, so I left my sixth grade year. I was 12. And I left when I was 15. Yeah. I think, yeah, like four years-ish, 2015, 2019. Wow. And you yeah. I didn't. I didn't speak any German when I got there. And, like, my mom put me, like, a month after we got there, I was, like, in the German school system. And I was like, what is going on? How does <laughs> Why am I here? I was like, send me to Maryland, please. I can't do this. <laughs> Take me home, wherever <laughs> home is. No. I'm serious. And then it's like when I actually met some American kids, I was like, thank the Lord. I was going not that I was going insane with the Germans, but like every day when all you hear is German and like, yeah. I don't know, I just missed speaking English. And I remember like I remember the first time I was in a group of American kids and all I heard was English. And I was just like, I was like, this feels good. It's a breath of fresh air. No, it was uh, just I have crazy experiences. I don't want to. I don't want to like jump into detail because like I'm just gonna keep talking. <laughs> Grace, throw, you have to throw some questions at us. Okay, something so, that Grace, yeah, t- take this over. What are we doing here? What kind yeah, of host? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, you guys know me. I kind of just wing it. So, <laughs> but okay, I, that's a great quality to have. I know. So I literally, okay, we'll kind of sidetrack. I did a speech back in December with the Travis Mills Foundation at a gala. And I mean, you've both been on the podcast before. You both know that I wing it. I won this. I've been on one more time, actually. Just Just make that clear. (laughs) (laughs) So I won the speech, like literally didn't write anything down, didn't do anything. I completely won it. Everyone came up to me afterwards and was like, you didn't write anything down. I was like, no. They're like, you didn't have your phone with you. I was like, no. They're like, your hands were just folded right in front of you. You were like talking. You didn't look down once. I was like, yeah, no, that's called winging it. And I have the podcast and I wing every single episode just about. And they're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) like do not plan anything out like completely just wing everything i was like okay well i guess i feel better hey man that's sometimes that's what you got to do wow obviously it went really well i know (laughs) and you know here i am winging it you know and i guess succeeding with it so but yeah i i will say we'll do one question though because I did send you both a list of questions. <laughs> so I'll like, pull one of them from it. Um, 
I don't care which one of y'all answer first. You can answer at the same time for all I care. I I'll let Shannon go. I talk too much. Shannon, you go ahead. <laughs> I'll give him my best shot. Here we go. So what is your favorite experience as a military kid? She's bringing out the hard hitters. Ooh. I know. I know. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, favorite experience. I've definitely talked about this like a ridiculous amount. But living in Okinawa, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to rub it in. Best experience in my life. I mean, this was – I mean – I didn't really know what I was getting into whenever we got orders there. Obviously, I'm like, Japan. I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about Japan. I never lived outside the States before. And I get there, tropical paradise. The people are so nice. Like, I had never been um, even outside of the country. So, all of a sudden, I'm like, my worldview just got, like, increased, like, tenfold immediately. I'm getting introduced to a whole new culture. And it just it just impacted my life so much um, in every facet. And all the military kids there were obviously so nice as well. And it was the most accommodating place I've been to in terms of, like, welcoming new people in and getting them situated, like, having our sponsors who were there for us, getting the housing done. It, it's not that it wasn't painful because any overseas move is very painful. There's a lot of – it's a logistical nightmare. Your stuff is on the boat somewhere, like, maybe coming across one day, maybe not. Who knows when it's, it's going to get there. It's just hanging out. You know. Hopefully you see your stuff again that, you know, your entire life is in a few boxes and you don't know where it is. But yeah, I mean, and then Kuwasaki High School is just, I mean, there's there's no place I love more. That place was so special to me and uh, made a lot of great relationships. And I still like, I consider some my best friends still. I've been in college, it was my junior year now, but my best friends are still from Kubi. So it's a, it was the best experience of my time as a military kid, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing that makes my heart. It makes my heart so happy because, like, that is just, like, collectively as military kids, like, we all know that feeling. And it's just such a nice feeling that, like, other people feel that same experience as well. And it's, like, when I tell other people that experience, it's, like, I'm not rubbing it in. That's just, that was my experience and all the other kids that were there, too. Like, I'm not the only one. Like, you just haven't met more of us, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. That's so talking about all the awful moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just talk about the, out. Let's talk about the hey, we're gonna move. You tell everybody at school, hey, I'm moving, and then it's like, just kidding. We're not moving. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know, um, I knew I said I was going to be spotted, but I'm still here. <laughs> still here. I'll let you know the next time this happens. So embarrassing. You know, there's there's both sides of it. You have the you, the fun stuff, and you have the embarrassing stuff that goes along with it. Exactly, but I love what it. Your best experience. My best my best experience. Okay, Ooh. I've had a lot of amazing experiences. Like ah, so many. But I think something to me that. I guess stayed with me forever that really showed me that the military community like we in some way shape or form are all connected like in some ways like I have seen over the course of many years like people always seeing other people at another base across the world and it's like hey I knew you from way back then and I was doing when I lived in Korea I was doing a summer hire internship um with DPW on Camp Henry in in Korea and um I it was it was mainly like a it was mainly Koreans that I was working with but I was working with a lot of contractors as well and my boss Bo he always took me along to like these meetings and stuff like that and like he'd make me take notes 
And I went along to one of these meetings with him and we walk into the room and he immediately like looks at this guy and he like lights up and this guy lights up and they're like, hey! and they start talking to each other and oh, blah, blah, blah. they're just chopping it up. Like, like just talking. And Bo looks at me. He's like, I haven't seen that guy in 20 years. Him and I were in basic training together way back then. And I was yeah. like, what are the chances we just walked into this random meeting in some random place in Korea. You haven't seen this man in 20 years and you guys cross paths again. Like, I think that it's beautiful to me. Like always seeing experiences like that. I, I guess it's always taught me self-consciously to always keep those connections with people, always build those ties with people. Cause you never know where life is going to take you. Like I can be somewhere in in 10 years from now and maybe I might know know someone that I knew um, in Germany or in Korea or someplace. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And you never know where it could take you. So like, I guess like always seeing those experiences, it makes me happy. So like, that's like a good, best experience was when my boss solidified it all for me. Yes. (laughs) That is such a good one. I, I always say that too. I'm like, guys, don't burn bridges because you never oh, know. Because it can be the other side too. It's like someone you weren't best friends with, you don't know too much about them, and then you see them somewhere else, and it's like, ooh, man, I really wish we were friends back, like four moves ago. So yeah, always try to always have a good relationship with everybody whenever you're growing up as a military kid, because they could be your saving grace somewhere else. Definitely. Exactly. Like, and it's it's definitely I see how much it's helped my mom so far. Like, always keep up those good relationships with people especially in the military if you work for the government in general like working for the government I know a lot of military kids end up like working for some type of government agency like keeping those connections is so so valuable and and another like thing that we're like gifted with is just like the ability to be able to speak with anybody like me and Shannon I've never talked before and we can connect like this and it's like that will take us so incredibly far in life and it's just like we don't know it yet but we're it's very helpful it is it is extremely helpful because like you know doing the podcast and stuff like I had never met either one of y'all I haven't met either one of y'all in person like so like we've met but we haven't met despite us living in the same state for a good part of it it's getting ridiculous (laughs) i think grace is avoiding me guys i want to say this on the podcast she (laughs) only wants to see me over zoom you know come to florida honestly come to florida that's where we live come hang out with me come hang out with me seriously y'all just and even you ziamara like you'll be in florida (laughs) i'm there i'm there how far are you from yes You know, just run a car and drive up here, right? <laughs> yeah. No, y'all, seriously, like, this is, that's what's so cool, though. Like, we meet. I have to ask Shannon a very important question. Yes. Very important. I, I feel something that every kid who's lived overseas has to suffer with. What age did you get your driver's license? Oh, God. I got it on my 18th <laughs> birthday. It was the worst thing. I go, I, I go to do my senior year of high school in the States. So I'm a senior, right? I don't have a driver's license because I couldn't drive in Japan. So my senior year, I'm getting dropped off by my mom with all the freshmen and my <laughs> freshman sister. And I was I'm, riding the school I'm, bus as a senior. <laughs> oh I do that a few times too. 
Yeah. That, so. I feel like I have never been able to relate to something on such a personal level with the overseas kids because it it impacts us so much. And it's like we come back and it's like, why are you literally 17 and you don't have your driver's license? And I'm like, I I couldn't get it because in Korea, the, the, it's 18. And it's like, yeah. it's like, why did you live in Korea? Like, and I'm like, listen, I just don't have it. And then the worst part was, the worst part was when I was 17 and I went to get it, my mom was still overseas in the DMV. They wouldn't let me apply for my permit unless I had my mom physically there with me. Oh my She's gosh. in Australia. Yeah, that's... She... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was I can't win. The system is against me. The system was against me. So guys, I got so, my license at 18 just because I didn't want to drive. <laughs> See? Maybe you have that military kid in you though. You're carrying the tradition. Yeah, just I tell mean, everyone you're overseas. True. Right. I so I didn't want to drive. I went to virtual school, so there was no reason for me to drive. My parents drove me to dance class because my sister needed to go. And we were there for like five hours each day. So I was like, you know, I don't want to get my license. There's no reason to. I was so scared to drive. So I was like, not doing this. And then, yeah. So I was 18. That's a lot of dance. <laughs> what? I said, that's a lot of dance. You must got some sick moves. Oh, I wish. Five hours a day. Well, okay. So I, you know, Moving everywhere in Ohio, I did cheerleading. And then in Texas, mm -hmm. I did um, tumbling. And then in Florida, my mom was like, all right, we've done everything you want to do. Like we need because my mom always made sure that we did the same sport so she didn't have to drive all over the place. And because yeah. my sister is only 15 months younger than me, we could always do the same thing, which. Oh, I didn't know you guys were that close. Yeah. So she is like yeah. a year behind me. Um. And so, I mean, it makes sense, you know, driving one place for both of you. So <laughs> it makes sense. Um, and so we did everything. I mean, cheerleading was just what she put us in in Ohio. And then we kept at it because I wanted to do it. And then I wanted to do tumbling because I wanted to be this Olympic uh, gymnast at one point. But I wanted I'm, to do tumbling. I'm so tall that it just doesn't work out. I cannot flip around like all of these like five foot girls you know <laughs> five foot six and five foot did not <laughs> it's hard there's a difference um but then so when we moved here she was like well we're gonna do something your sister wants to do and she's been wanting to do dance um and so we did dance and I did hip-hop jazz acro lyrical ballet you got dance moves you're lying to me no, I'm not lying. She definitely does. <laughs> she definitely does. Like, no, she does. She's got she got a deep bag of moves. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, she's staying. You know, now like I've done, I did eight years of dance, and I taught kindergartners, and I taught like kindergarten through probably second grade for a little while, and I had a, I have experience teaching mommy and me classes. Which, if y'all don't know what mommy and me classes are don't like it is a mom what? or a dad it's like the a caregiver and the child and the child is like 18 months old and so you're teaching dance class to an 18th month year old and an oh. adult i do not recommend 
to you. That's a, that's a lot of patience that you have to have. And I yeah. don't really have patience. <laughs> you know, do not. Sure you do. It takes a lot of effort. Takes She's trying to hang effort. on by a thread. It's okay. Exactly, right? So, yeah, I don't recommend that. But kindergartners, eh, I'll do it again. But, yeah. Now I'm doing, like, adult classes, which is fun. I went back and did, um, it's called refits, which is you really always, fun. You can always become a Dodea teacher. I thought about that for a hot second. I'm not oh, going yeah. <laughs> You have the life, man. Right? They got the benefits too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd they always be like, "No, exactly." They'd be like, "Oh yeah, the Adonai is paying me to go back to the states for the summer." I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, the housing. You know, yeah, they get to live maybe in Okinawa. Yeah, you're you're being paid to live in, overseas as a teacher. You know, I do want to live in Okinawa. I would love that. You know, I'm like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the downfall, you know, I guess I'm <laughs> splitting with my Marine, but you know, it, it's fine. But you know, put a guy in the Navy. There you go. Navy. Well, I'm like, I can join the Air Force and go get stationed at Kadena. So don't do yeah, the Army because you're going to all the <laughs> bad bases. I'm telling you. Well, you know, when looking, you know, because we, we got to set some priorities as, you know, military kids. If we look to join yeah. the military, you got to set some priorities. So I'm like, all right. I honestly think that the Marines have the best uniforms, like, honestly. But I could not make it in the Marines myself. But <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was going for I'm So I'm looking for a man in the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, seriously. The Marine, the Marine uniform. Sleeves up versus sleeves down. Like, let's be real. That's I. I really. You know what I always admired when I when I'd see the airmen in their little jumpsuits. Like, I'd be like, hmm. yes. Hmm. My I friend want to is at the Air Force Academy, and she has. Oh, it's it's great. You know what? It's so cool having friends at the academy. Like, so, I have so many people I knew there. I know there, and I'm just like, cool. I went back and was like, okay, so I have a friend who's at the Air Force Academy. I have a friend who's at West Point. I have a friend who joined the Navy. I know, technically know someone in the Marines. <laughs> and then I'm like, I just need Coast Guard. And, people and I know someone know? in the Space Force. Really? I do. One of my friends from Texas joined the Space Force. She was the first one to join out of Ohio. So it's pretty cool. It's crazy. Yes. I guarantee the people that you know at the Academy is probably know the people that I know. And somehow we're connected. I know. Oh, because yeah. that's how it always goes. We're, Wait, we're, so who do you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> Just start start making the no connections. Facts. And I'm like, okay, wait, I know them from here. And they know this person from the. Okay, okay. And somehow uh-huh. all tied in together anyway. It's always so funny to me. I mean, you literally just said it too, not too long ago. How many people who are military kids join the military or... I mean, my dad was talking to me the other day. He's like, I honestly, you know, because I was not thinking of joining the military. I I mean, I was thinking of going to West Point in high school. That was like a year in high school. And then I was like, no. And then you date a service member and you're like, oh, I kind of miss this life. And so you're yeah. like, all right, well, I can just join myself. And my dad's like, I always thought you would be in the military. Like, always thought. There's always, listen, you know what? I hate to say it. But National Guard is low-key slept on. Because <laughs> all you got to do, you do your basic training, right? You play yeah. Army for like 
one week out of the month well, and they pay for your college. What else could you ask for? My dad was army reserve. It's like the same thing. It's one weekend a month and two weeks a year. There you go. And you right. still get the army benefits because you still got the military ID. Well, I'm like, I would just join air force reserve and be PAO. There you go. Right. So many options. So and many people options. on the agencies. I know. I think it was, you know, I have to bring a bloom every podcast I do, Grace. Yes, I, think I love their bloom. Bloom, <laughs> wait, I follow bloom too. I love them. I'm I'm homies with Bloom. Bloom and I we, we go love with Bloom. We go, yeah, Elena Matthew. Yes. But their study, I think it was, it was like a ridiculous number of the kids who uh, consider end up joining the military. I know. I think it went down whenever they did their study the next year. But it was like 50% or some ridiculous, like end up going on in the military. Like yeah. current military. I, was, I think I, I, I was, uh, I submitted my thing to that one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, I want, they were like, they were like, do the statistic. And I was like, yes, I'm joining the military. Yup. And then <laughs> I think later on they might have changed it. It's okay. You it was can you. Yeah, you brought the percentage on. down. This was your. Point. That is so cool. I know that they went to Humphreys. That's so cool. Bloom Super. is awesome. Like I had, and like shout out to Gemma who works with Bloom now, and she is okay. Navy Military Child of the Year. Like shout out to her. Elena was Military Child of the Year last year for. The yeah, Army. I don't know what's going on. I think there's some something fishy going on with Military Child of the Year in Bloom. <laughs> I think they got a deal going on behind the scenes. They're just feeding their members through that uh, scholarship right. program. They're just raking in the cash flow. Right. I don't know. I mean, let's be real. I think we, we need to look into it. it. We do. We'll do research. We'll do a research yeah. project. I've been convinced they're, they're running some suspect operation. All those kids not getting paid. I don't know what's going on. They're paying them under the table. Like, right. Who's writing blog articles for free these days? Actually, I do. <laughs> not for that? Bloom, but... <laughs> Do it for Bloom. Right. You guys might have to fill me in. Yes. Oh my gosh. Bloom is uh, Bloom's work. They, they got a so essentially you got these two ringleaders, right? These two founders who are now in college, and they have a child army that spans across the globe. You can't tell me that doesn't sound fishy. I mean, they got these kids from all over the world. I mean, they got, me. they got me. They got me. Yeah. You just in fall cold. under the spell. Like, if they were to call up all these military kids to meet somewhere, I'd definitely go. Oh, 100%. Why haven't they done that yet, actually? Wait. That's actually, we need to pitch that because can you it's imagine that. how much Wait, I need a host be? before we tell them. No, wait, I'm going to take that idea. That's mine. Yes, go wait, for it. Um, <laughs> are my kudos. <laughs> we, we, just, we'll, we need to do a petition. We'll, okay, we'll mention it at the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm studying political science. I'm, I'm learning how these how these agreements work. Yeah. Well, there you There's go. Some games being played. Yeah, we've got political science. We've got marketing. I'm well, health science, marketing. Shannon, what's your major? Aerospace engineering. Okay. So well, that doesn't really that doesn't <laughs> really fall into it. <laughs> he, like we're here. He's like there. <laughs> I would argue lower, but you know it's fine. <laughs> lower. <laughs> Aeros—he's aerospace engineering. Mm -hmm. The space force like, take you in a second. That's top. <laughs> in terms of happiness, I'm, I'm I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. You know, Grace and I are actually bitter rivals. Um, yeah, yeah, our yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've Shannon been has his own podcast. Yeah, I think she's told me about that—the Shannon yes. Show. Yes, it's kind of mid, in my opinion. But I wouldn't say mid. Work it out. <laughs> 
Okay, no, hold on. Zamar, Shannon is also an author. Mm, so let's just throw that out there. Yeah, no, that is not a slide under the table moment. That is so second episode, Grace. We did a whole episode that. Is so on that is so second episode. Listen, I'm on my third one now. I'm a seasoned veteran on this show. <laughs> we know the accolades. Right. We'll do, yeah. like, we got to have, like, okay, I really think we've got to have, like, you guys on more. Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. Can listen, beat okay, listen. I don't mean to toot my own horn. <laughs> toot but, your own horn. Do it. But when I reposted that thing on your on the story, so many people were like, oh my gosh, I just listened to this. I ended up deleting it because too many people were like, I'm listening to it. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you got to put it up there. You got to put my numbers up there. But I'm saying no. If all, no, I'm not saying if all three of us, but if like we all bring it up, you can like reach a lot more people, like a bigger demographic of See, so why did you take it down? I don't know. I got it. You know, you want to know what the main thing was, Grace? It was my biography. I didn't like it. Send me a new biography. I told you I'll put a new biography up. I know. That's what I need to do. I think I think that biography I wrote you back in like some random day in November. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, and I was like, no. I'm I know. I know. It's great. You know, and I love, you know. Shannon and I were talking about this before you came on too. Like, I lost your episode, but here you are. And you're on episode like technically number three, technically number two, whichever way you want to look at it now. (laughs) Shannon's like, no, no. That is two. That is two. Number three. Show me, show me the other one. You can't find it. It doesn't exist. It never happened. Um recording number three, episode number two. (laughs) Never happened. Oh my god! I mean, Grace has never lost any of the episodes that I've been on. So I mean, if that just tells you, like, her, I mean, her priority. I mean, you know. Well, okay, let's go back though, because I aired your episode, and then I didn't air episodes for like what two months, three months. Yeah, I thought I made you want to quit podcasting. (laughs) See, maybe, yeah. I feel like we kind of even that out there. Yeah, you just want to give it time to breathe. You just want people to really enjoy it, listen right. to it a few times. Maybe it's very, it's a repeatable experience. Also, you're a college student. Like, you had a lot going on in life. Like, life is oh, a big thing in there, too. Editing and recording and publish, like, publishing cat, uh, podcasts. <laughs> well, my uh, dad edits them. So I'll, I'll give him credit where credit's due. Because, you know, he'll be listening back to this and be like, I edit them. <laughs> but... Yeah, the whole conversation. I do the social media, but and recording, obviously. Yeah, you crush it too. Here. It's it's a lot of good stuff. It's the marketing and me, mm-hmm. the marketing. That's how I found I found you on that Blue Military Kid page. Yes, I was like, oh, I'll do that. I'll do a podcast. <laughs> See, Bloom is just. I love this is actually yeah bloom is the main character we're just like little side plots we really are we really are sad every single podcast i do i just end up talking about bloom for like half an hour it doesn't matter where i go (laughs) i I love scrolling through their memes there's a new i think you reposted it on yours i found this other uh military kid like meme thing and i think you reposted it it was shannon is that shannon (laughs) which one Bro, I like my page is like just a meme page at this point. Hold it's getting... Wait, like, no like, way. Stop it. You're lying. No. Total. Wait. 
Okay, I no have to go back in my archive. Like, Let's pull it because I yeah. swear the one you're talking about because I just reposted it. Yeah, what? Is, oh, no way that's yours. This one, me fighting off the Russian. Wait. That one? Me Please. Yes, that one. Like, oh, oh, I thought yes. she was like, nah, that one wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, this is, is the Shannon show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my page. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> See, go hit follow. Yeah, it's the, it's the blue button. It's the blue button. Okay. <laughs> my friend, my friend, she sent me one of these posts like months ago, and I was dying at it. And I was like, I followed it so cool. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh, that's so funny. See, here we go again. Small world. Yeah, she didn't even know who I. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, now you need it. to go buy his book. No, you don't have to do that. No, okay. so no, toot your own horn just like she did. Buy his book. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one's personal. Okay, you. Why you're laughing a little too hard there? Why are you laughing, <laughs> laughing too hard, Grace? I don't like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, he was just there and he was like, yeah, I also wrote a book. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my oh it's, God. it's great at the parties. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I, I wrote a book, you know. So it does just, yeah, all the that women. Is, that is top tier. That's good. You guys, like, seriously. You have good memes. You have really good I know, memes. right? I've got, like, scary. a more serious, like, approach at it. And Shannon's got the fun. Like, because, I mean, like, let's be real. We've got kind of the same kind of thing going on here. We're both military kids. Yeah, very similar. Military it's, kids. It's like bitter rivals. I know. And, you know, but he's got all the funny stuff. And I'm over here being like, all right, here's, like, a very serious quote. Like, you know. I repost all of your memes on my close friends. <laughs> posting them for months that's crazy that's wild that is is, oh my god that is so funny i think i I literally reposted one like two days ago (laughs) see now it's like you're meeting a celebrity i know i'm like hey grace the difference is like i used to take it very seriously and then i stopped caring that's that's the issue i'm now getting through some dangerous waters it was this when military kids after spending their entire childhood being the new kid (laughs) and i kept it i was like i never get tired of the military kidney right oh perfect honestly pleasure to meet you big reveal oh you know (laughs) and they're so accurate right i think that good stuff you know, I've been telling people if they start becoming not accurate, you have to let me know. Because if I got washed up memes, I need to I need to retire. But now, <laughs> no, I get, I get, they're so funny. I send them to my family group chat. Oh my god! Dan, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to retire now off of that comment? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I can't get any higher than that. That is, yeah, yeah. highest achievement. I don't know. Yeah, family group chat. That's a level I was not expecting. Oh, it's, they're so accurate, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. Oh, that's... that's I think hilarious. we made CMR's day now. No, yeah. I really am so happy right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not the guy that made... I'm going to tell my friend Lisa who sent it to me. I'll be like, hey, you remember when you first sent me this meme? 
I know the guy who made it. I know the guy who makes memes. I'm like, he went to Kubi. Do you know that? Oh my gosh. You guys are great. I'm And this is just like tip I've experienced this so many times before. Right? Yeah. It's Meeting so people make military kid memes, right? I remember, you know, going back to originally when I was like, oh, when you first move somewhere, like I go on YouTube and be like a vlog of like Daegu Middle High School. And I, I remember watching one for Far East and I was talking to my friend. We were on a bus leaving a soccer game. We were leaving Seoul American High School. And I was like, oh, I used to watch this YouTuber who made all these videos about Far East. And she was like, was it? Happy chick and I was like I think so and I pulled it up on YouTube and I was like I haven't liked yeah she's like that's me that was, I did that two years ago Actually, this has happened before you weren't kidding <laughs> oh my gosh I was, like, I was like I was desperate to see how like how the high school was there and I would like rewatch your vlogs oh my god I remember doing the same thing for I love that oh that's funny but yeah, this is just great. I'm so glad we did Perks this. Of being a military kid. Oh, absolutely. You don't just get the ID card; you get so many other things that come with it. Speaking of ID card, I got the, I got the old one. I need to. <gasps> I literally just went and got one a couple days ago because turning 21. Gotta get a new one. Whoa! Turning 21. Okay. See, so... but we both know, me and Shannon both know we were legal overseas long before. <laughs> I'm a 420 we birthday. What was what that? Was my birthday is literally 420. Is it Wait, really? my brother's birthday too. Oh my I love gosh, that. That so was funny. just two totally different responses. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my brother's birthday. That's why. That's awesome. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Grace, the question is, are you going to post like a nice happy 420 post on Grace of Military Child Instagram? So I actually, okay, I was going through and doing it and I was like, okay, do, do I post something? Like, do I like kind of toot my own horn that it is my birthday or do I not? Like, No, it's a, it's a happy 420 post. So you can have like, yeah, like so a blunt and then like. You know. I didn't know exactly what 420 was until like two years ago. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, so we're good. We're good. I I always went with the, I share a birthday with Hitler. <laughs> no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't advertise that. Probably... Do you advertise the marijuana or do you advertise Hitler? <laughs> well, so I used to advertise the Hitler because I didn't know about the marijuana. And, you know, now every time I literally walk into nice. the doctor's office, they're like, what's your birthday? And then before I can even answer, they're like, oh, you're 420. I was like. Yep, that's me. That's me. So you thought when they were saying that for the longest time, they're like, oh, you were born on the same day as Hitler. Mm-hmm. Wow. That mm-hmm. must, yeah, that's not, I don't think that's what they <laughs> One tidbit everybody in the world knows is Hitler's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> everybody well, knows. You, I was going through and looking up celebrities that I share a birthday with. There's a coach that I share a birthday with too, but Hitler is top of the list. So... You could call him a celebrity, you know. You know, <laughs> you know he's a murderer. Yeah. You know. I mean, but nice yeah, genocide. you got 420. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it's just the minor details. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there's a base, there's a base in, in K-Town. Um, it's called um Panzer. 
And my mom would always tell me, she's like, we'd, we'd go on Panzer because there was, there was the dental clinic there. And she's like, you see that clock tower? I'm like, yeah. She's like, Hitler gave a speech there. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gave a really big speech right there. And I'm like, and it's on it. I'm like, you know, a good jab at him. Right. That is weird, like being in Germany where that, like, some of their historical sites are like having to do it. Yeah, that, that must be awkward, I'm sure. No, I was mm-hmm. walking when we first, I am a freaking history buff. Also, let me know if y'all need to leave before I start talking because <laughs> it is 1022. Once I get into Germany, this is all I'm Grace. Good. This is Grace's I'm cool until 11. So that's when I go to spin class. I know you have stuff to do. <laughs> But I can say this quick story and hop off. Go for it. Let's go. Okay, perfect. Anyway, <laughs> when, you know, when you live in Germany, that history stuff that you see is literally real. And that's, I think that's another reason why it's like a military kids are more cultured because like we see this stuff firsthand. Like when you live in, in Japan, it's like, you know, the reason you're in Japan is because of World War II. Like there is right. remnants of that kind of there, you know? So, like, when we went to Germany, like, it's like, okay, this used to be <laughs> Nazi Germany. And so I was a huge history buff. Like, I've always been, like, really, really big into history, like, all of that. And so when we first moved to, like, my town, like, my village in Germany, we were walking in, like, the main, like, area. And we're walking, and I see this big, like, memorial. And it was for, like, a synagogue. And I was like, wait a minute what <laughs> and I see the date it was like it was like November November 20 something like 1939 like Kristallnacht and I was like yo oh my in God. my town I was like they burned down a synagogue in my town I was like that's crazy and they had a whole memorial for it like it was a synagogue that was there from like the 1800s and they burnt it down and it was like this huge like empty area and I was just like and it always was there and then when we we were we went on a field trip once because in German school, we would just take random field trips and we had a Jewish museum in our town. And I remember like, I was like, I was so mad. I couldn't understand German because I couldn't read any of the stuff, but like, I was like, <laughs> looking through this book. I was looking through this book and it had all of the names of the people who lived in my town and what concentration camp they were sent to and the dates of like oh their birthdays. God. And I was like, I was like, that is literally the reality of like, why I'm here right now is like the military bases are still here right now because of like because that was happening like and this was in my town and this was happening not even like 80 years ago or 80 years ago 1940 yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> from 2015 2016 a couple yeah. years back Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just like such like it was like a surreal moment that I was like this stuff actually happened and like I guess like a lot of civilian kids like they don't they forget that that stuff happened and I guess like I don't know just opened up my eyes and like living it is crazy and again like when we when we went to Japan and when we went to Korea like I I always remember like the real reason why we're there like yeah you know it's not just because oh I don't know I don't know how to explain it like. I guess like being thankful for the veterans, like people died for me to be here. Right. I don't know. It's just the weird thing. Like we're just having the, the historical context. Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's yeah. like a lot of time we we don't 
you know, we learn it in the history class where we don't pay attention. Who cares? And we don't realize how it's directly impacting us so much more than other kids, like stateside kids. Like that has nothing to do with their day to day life. Whereas we're living on a military base that's guarded. And, you know, like it's it's still very prominent part of of our life. I had a question for you guys. Like I I asked this question in my international relations class. Recently, it marked the 20th year anniversary of Iraq, of of the invasion of Iraq. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, did the war impact your guys' childhood in, in, in more of a way than civilian kids? Because civilian kids, it didn't impact them at all. Like, well, obviously, yeah. My, yeah, my like, like what, what were your guys's, like, <laughs> what were the impacts? Like, no, like, I'm, I'm curious because they were like, nope, none. And I was like, what? So I'm I like, say- what? For me, Afghanistan impacted my life more just because that's where my dad served. So I think, I mean, obviously Iraq has an impact, but I think Afghanistan is more for me. Um, And then I was absolutely crushed, like on the couch, like, you know, tearing up when we pulled out of Afghanistan. So I think that just goes to show, like, you know, even speaking towards Iraq, like, just the impact war has on military kids versus civilian kids. I think that this sums it up pretty well. I remember here on Penn State on campus, I heard a girl say she was, if she was like in a Zoom class for a history class, I'm assuming this was like coming out of COVID a little bit. And she said that the United States had not been in a major military conflict in her lifetime. Like she said that sentence. And I was just, that just blows me away because like they, I guess that is a perception that some people have just because right. they, they don't think of it as a big deal at all. Whereas, you know, like Grace and I, I'm sure, you know, as well as I am, it was, it, I mean, it was everything. Like it was like so much of our lives mm-hmm. were revolving around these conflicts and our friends' lives and the people we were close to. So it, uh, yeah, it was absolutely a big deal. And I'm not, I'm not surprised at the same time that it affects us uh, more drastically and that some people even forget about it entirely somehow. Yeah, I, don't know, I just I didn't mean to cut you off or anything. Like I just was like so curious about it because I guess for, for for me it was like such like a big impact in my childhood and like for other kids it didn't like war wasn't a thing. But yeah, I mean it's a good look on it because for us, you know, our life is revolved around war more or less. You know, if there was no war happening, you know. We wouldn't need the military, right? We wouldn't have our oh, base there. Right. So, like, everything stems from war for military and military kids. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, civilians don't have that aspect and that outlook on it. They're like, 9-11, what? Like, that was terrorist attack? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I thought well, that I was like a one-day people- event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot. That's a big reason why so many of our parents, or maybe kids a little bit older than us, our parents joined the military. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was like, I mean, that was only the beginning that that day. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize how long it went on for. A lot of people didn't even realize we were still in Afghanistan when we pulled out of Afghanistan. You know, people don't realize that we were in Iraq for so long. Like OEF, OIF, like those letters have meaning. Operation Enduring Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom, like. You know, those letters have meaning. They're not just, they're not just there. So, yeah, that's crazy. Here, like everything you guys are saying, I said exactly in class the other day. And I'm just like, yeah. Like, like, do you guys remember those little like cutouts and like, um, 
you put like your parents' picture inside of it, and it was like this little doll. And, yes. and mine was Operation like Iraqi Freedom. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I had a little when my dad deployed. We got build a bears and we put a voice oh. box in them, and then um, we were gonna do because that was when Flat Stanley was around. So we were gonna make mm-hmm. Flat Gracie and Flat Kaylee's and send them <laughs> with him. But I don't think we ever got around to that. But you know, and I still have my bears somewhere i don't even know where it is right now but i saw my bear somewhere it still has the little voice box that works in it so that's so nice i love that yeah my my voice box it was like do the dishes mow the lawn help your mother (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) mine was nice it was i love you gracie so yeah well different styles you know either approach works you know i guess so i mean it's still you hear you know your parents voice so no i'm joking that didn't happen i don't know <laughs> i'm okay you're okay are you sure you're okay are you sure are you sure yes the memes are just a joke they're just memes they're just memes <laughs> it's a dark it's a dark humor let's all just worry about shannon now no 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 <laughs> you good Oh my god. Okay, y'all, but I'm going to keep trying to study a little bit. Yes. uh, You guys, this was so much fun. This was a good podcast. We should do this more because I can talk forever. I can talk forever. Oh my gosh. Well, like maybe we'll do it on the on the Shannon show, Grace. Maybe we'll we'll look into it. We'll look into it. That'd be fun. I would like that. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. We'll make it we'll make it like a monthly thing or a bi-monthly thing or something and just rotate out shannon mm-hmm. you can keep it'll be shannon versus the omara here on the counts got competition see who, man see who gets higher. i got competition you got competition okay i'm not missing i don't miss podcasts i know it's 15 minutes late today but i think you should <laughs> up later stop inviting you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you guys well we'll see who gets to a higher count i mean right now shannon's in the lead so I have three too. Remember that <laughs> doesn't exist. Where is it? Show me the episode. Show me the episode, then I'll understand. I probably have it somewhere in my calendar. You have it on the calendar. <laughs> I can't listen to it on your calendar. <laughs> oh my gosh! We'll start stepping it up. We'll start stepping it up. I don't. I'm in the lead. I don't have to That's true. Gotta keep it going though. Well, Gotta keep it going. You guys, you guys have my contact info. I'm down for anything. You guys know me. Well, she then doesn't know me, but now you know me. Now you know. Yeah, now I know my memes are in the family group chat. So it's like we've known each other for a long time, actually. For real. <laughs> I'm so Seriously. so by that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's okay. You can spill your secrets. It's okay. That's hilarious. Oh, that's good. Good stuff. We've gotta do Y'all have to come to Florida and we'll do like a huge like in-person recording. I am. I know you are, but you've got to come to me. No, we should go to Disney World. So. Yes. Could you imagine? Christy, um, I'm low-key. I keep it low-key, but I am a big Disney person. Oh, it's okay. I am too. I'm huge Disney. We have annual passes, so. Did you, did you go to Disney World in Tokyo? No. I went to I Hong Kong to. Disney. He got me there. Yes. Did you go to Paris Disney? No. It's on the list. They're all on it's the okay. list. They're all on the list. You know they are. I still haven't been to California. I still need to go to Neither California have I. Disney. So we'll just do a huge California Disney trip. Bad. I'm so, I was supposed to go. 
Shannon's like, I don't know if I'm okay, down for this. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, like it went from Florida where my parents lived to now I'm going across the country. <laughs> okay. Well, we can do you know, just take a plane. It, it was or, a yeah, cheap when you're up flight in Maine, we'll be in the Northeast. We will. It's cheap flight. Oh, exactly. We'll, we'll plan it out. I'll have to sell some more books. <laughs> <laughs> Start selling them. We're all going to have to I'll, I'll make sure to tell my family to buy it. Yes. What was that, Great. We'll start promoting the book. Oh, I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'll, see I'll it on the Instagram. Put it on the Instagram more. Well, I don't post as much. Yeah. You know, less memes, more self-promo. Yeah. You know what you do? You put it in between the memes. Yes. Yeah, add between the slides. That yeah, yeah now yes, we're thinking. There you yeah. go. So then use best of both worlds. Because we don't want to necessarily skip out on the means. I might have to use that. Or at the end, maybe. We'll, we'll look into it. Look into it. We'll look see. into it. And we'll set up an episode. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, it's been well, a pleasure. I'm gonna hop off. Alrighty. And get back to <laughs> Please wish me luck. You go. Can you I ask what math, math it is? What was that? Can I ask what math it is? Statistics. <laughs> Statistics. I mean, that's a pain in the ass. I understand it is. That, it right? is. You've got it. I'm just terrible at math. I'm just, I'm just absolutely terrible. I don't think anyone really likes math. Well, m- maybe Shannon, who's you know aerospace over here. Yeah, facts. I I used to like it. That's the thing. And then I realized how much more there was. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it anymore. He said, "Invisible imaginary numbers not existing." Hey, look, that's where the podcast is. Maybe you can find a formula to find it since it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do a math derivations episode. Actually, that's its own podcast. I'll start a new series where I talk about math. That You know what? Let's if go. I didn't... If that, organic <laughs> organic chemistry tutor on YouTube. You know how I'm based? Like, that man probably because <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Oh, Thanks, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If worse comes to worse, you start making YouTube videos. Yeah. How yes. do you explain math? Oh my god! Maybe it'll probably be more successful than this military kid stuff we're doing. Probably. Gotta keep going. The community will eventually carry you. Maybe you'll get posted on Army Times or something. You know, Army Times. There you go. There you go. Stars and stripes. Hello, like. Been there, done that. (laughs) See, ahead of the game. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys are awesome. This was fun. Thank you, Grace. Yes. Appreciate it. We'll do it again. We'll do it next time. Take over yes, the Shannon show. Shannon show. Oh, next God. Time. All right. Yes. We'll schedule that. No. Oh my gosh. I'll be on the meme show. <laughs> the meme show. It's, it's, a, it's a different vibe. That's for sure. It's a much different <laughs> <Okay>. vibe. <laughs> you yes. would agree? Yes. <laughs> Our episode was very serious when we were on. That. It was very serious. Probably because I was on it. But you listen to the other ones. Yeah, it was like shock. Yeah. Hey, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? They're not as serious as I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my we, god. We've had some. Okay, wrap it up. We all we got a math test right. to study for. Bye guys. Well, thank you guys so I'll much. Bye. Thank right. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.